Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, the shortage of priests in Ireland has led to suggestions that lay people may be called on to do funerals. But could shared funerals become a thing? How would you feel about sharing it? Joining us on the line is Father Iggy O'Donovan. Father Iggy, welcome to the programme. Good afternoon, hello. I thought the idea of shared funerals sounds crazy and uh, I'm, you know, I, I kind of think I have never really had a service dedicated to me. I did have a wedding, but I had to share that with my husband. I think I'd like to <laughs> have a yeah. funeral all to myself. But apparently you have celebrated a number of shared funerals. I have indeed. And indeed, uh, it's one of the areas where even traditionally the Catholic Church, at least, was flexible in that uh, I do know that even in my childhood as an altar boy, I do recall where more than one person had died in the parish, where the double funeral took place on the same day. And we're talking about a little rural area at Lenavarhar Low and Tipperary. So I, I have actually been present for where more than one was celebrated together. It, and it's purely a matter, really, for the, the bereaved families, if they're happy to do it that way. And usually, they, very often, they will be neighbours. Now, the other circumstance, of course, and usually often more tragic, is where you have more than one funeral within the same family at the same time. This is often the result maybe of something like a horrible accident or maybe a tragic incident in the family itself, where where you can have more than one uh, fatality at the same time. And it wouldn't be uncommon for them to uh, have a joint service. So it's, that, that's actually not a, a big issue. And probably the bigger issue is that one of the reasons we're maybe going for it nowadays is the fact that the clergy aren't really available themselves. Well, that's what I was going to say because that's at the heart of the issue, really. I mean, because in a case where there are families, you can see why there might be shared funerals in that context. But otherwise, it's because there basically aren't enough priests to go around for the number of funerals. Yes. Well, I think things are broadening a little bit now. For uh, one thing, we have a great increase in the number of humanist funerals, many of them very beautifully organised. And that there are people who have many people who have maybe no attachment with any particular organized religion. Up until now, they've been going along with the religious service because that was, if you like, in many places, the only show in town. But now most um, undertakers or funeral directors, as they prefer to be called, uh, will be prepared to do a secular humanist funeral. And uh, the clergyman wouldn't be needed there at all. Well, that's a Uh, perfect opportunity, Iggy, to bring in Lisa Clancy. She herself is a funeral celebrant, a lay funeral celebrant. Lisa, what what does a funeral celebrant do in your case? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, I am slightly different to a humanist. Um, I'm what's called a civil funeral celebrant. So a civil funeral celebrant will blend... Um, elements of religious and non-religious um, different things into a funeral ceremony to make it personal to each individual funeral. And so is and this for can... people who might be celebrating a Catholic funeral, or like a religious funeral, or for somebody who didn't have a religion or, you know, was atheist? Either or. It very much depends on what each family wants for their loved one. I mean, at, at this present time, uh, civil funeral celebrants can't perform funerals, obviously, inside the Catholic Church, but we can 
you know, do them in funeral homes or in a crematorium or at a graveside if it is on, you know, council land, for example. So we can still provide all the funeral services. But the difference, I suppose, between a civil funeral celebrant and a humanist is that humanists won't have religion referred to at all in their ceremonies. That's their beliefs. And a civil funeral element would blend elements of any particular religion that the family might want or or none. And you've seen grief from both sides, haven't you, Lisa? Because you got into this due to bereavement. I did. Yeah. Funny story. Um, the first funeral that I ever performed really was that of my husband, who we lost just over two and a half years ago. And at the time when I went to the funeral directors myself, when Kevin died, I didn't know about celebrants. I didn't know about any of that stuff. And they asked if we wanted a religious service. And we said, no, we'll just do it ourselves. And they went, okay. Uh, so off we did and, and we conducted his funeral ourselves directly into the crematorium. And it was only months later when I looked into it and I discovered that celebrants are a thing. And while we would encourage as celebrants families to get involved in parts of the ceremony for their loved one, because it really is the last physical act of love that you can do for your loved one when they die, sometimes it could be a bit too much to contemplate doing the whole ceremony by yourself. And I'm so sorry to hear that your 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 husband died and two and a half years ago must feel very recent to you. How how important was that funeral service for you? You know, would, would a shared service have taken away from the experience that you had? Um, it was very important for us to, to honour his wishes and we were very lucky that we had discussed it over the years of our relationship and and up until just before he died, what he would have wanted. And I guess that's the point. It's it's really about knowing what your loved ones would have wanted and giving having the options and the choice to do that. Um, I agree that shared funerals can have their place, especially if they happen within a family. Um, but I'm not sure group funerals for kind of outside family or outside a very small close-knit community where everyone would know everyone would be a thing, largely because everyone's grief is so personal. I mean, everyone's wishes for their own funeral or for their family's funeral are personal and, and people's own grief journeys are personal. And I find that from working with people conducting funerals, when they feel like they've had the best possible day that they could have done for their loved one, it starts their grief journey in a very different place and they feel happy and they feel proud that they've done justice to the day and really done justice to the person that they've lost. And it it starts them off in a very different place. Yeah, I was being slightly facetious earlier when I was saying I wanted it to be all about me. Really, I'd be, I mean, I'm not going to be there really, so I, I don't care. But I guess people would be worried about getting... A shared funeral with another family that maybe I might ruin the day for for them, you know, on on some other level. Uh, Father Iggy, have you interacted with lay celebrants like Lisa Clancy? Have oh, you, indeed. yeah. Indeed How does that I work? Did. How does the collaboration work? Well, indeed, I have, and indeed, I've conducted, if you like, quote unquote, religious funerals, which were for all practical purposes secular funerals, quote unquote, again, and uh, because. Um, for very many, and I'm sure... What's your, your correspondent's first name there? Lisa. Lisa. Yes, uh, up until fairly recently, and certainly in um, rural Ireland, it would have been... The church might have been the only show in town. 
So whether people wanted or not, that was the sort of the template you followed. And uh, but having said that, be it uh, religious or secular or humanist, in fact, is one of the things that I found in this country, and I've worked in other, I've done funerals in other countries. One of the things Ireland actually, as a community, still does very well, and uh, we give each other, if you like, whether it be we're religious or otherwise, a very supportive send off. And it's one of the things that actually we actually do quite well. But we're in a rapidly changing society. And uh, the funerals is simply, I suppose, the latest manifestation, if you like, of uh, people's options or having more options to do, to do what it is they want to do. And uh, the key thing, of course, and what I'm always conscious of when conducting a funeral, is that, you're look, the person who has died is gone to their maker, is gone to the earth, is gone to the great hereafter, gone wherever. Are gone anywhere. It doesn't matter, but the it is the um, the grieving family, the bereavement, the grief, the need for help and counselling and so forth. And there is where I think that um, whatever system we use, I think by and large, my experience in this country has been hugely positive. And I, uh, it's it's not something sort of that where the church is in competition with seculars or humanists. We are absolutely not because. I don't want to sound flippant now, but in the end of the day, as the old song back in the 80s used to say, we all go down together. <laughs> we have a couple of texts here. I'd be happy enough with a shared funeral. What difference does it make? We got used to shared christenings. Another one here says, how would shared funerals even work? How many eulogies would be allowed? Would they be timed? Another, oh God, you could get into an area of wedding speeches there, couldn't you? Would you be totally, oh, I'd be totally against shared funerals. Grief is such a personal thing. You can't take that personalisation out of funeral services. And another one says, I was at a shared funeral in the UK. It was two sisters who died a week apart. The UK has longer time between death and funerals. It was lovely. It felt like we were sending them off together. I don't think it would work for strangers, though. Lisa, have you had any um, celebrations that you might be able to? I mean, you don't have to name names or anything like that, but anything that sticks out for you? Um, I haven't done any as any shared funerals as of yet, but I think the 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 idea of doing them within a family unit could be a beautiful thing to do. But when I kind of call to mind any of the funerals I've done recently. I'd find it hard to think about doing them together because they are so personal to everybody um, and putting a small group of people together to celebrate the, you know, the life of one person, you might find that one group of people would act differently than they would, you know, together in a shared situation than they might if it was just the one funeral and that was what would worry me. Well, thank you very much for, for taking the time to chat to us today. It's really interesting to hear about that. We have Lisa Clancy, who's a funeral celebrant, a lay funeral celebrant, and Father Iggy O'Donovan. My thanks to you all for getting in touch with us on the show today. If you've missed anything, you can catch up on Newstalk.com or the Newstalk app powered by Go Loud. My team today, Michael Quilligan on sound, producers Heather Blackburn and Ronan Mullen, with research by Ross Leahy and Roisin Davis. Editor was Mark Simpson. Moncrief is next, and we'll be back tomorrow from 12 for Lunchtime Live here on Newstalk. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.